0: Welcome to our special <laughs> Unlocked Year in Review episode, we're going to talk about the entire 2017 for Xbox, the hardware, the software, everything that happened in calendar year 2017. I'm Ryan McCaffrey and I want to introduce the panel. You know Destin Legary. we've got the great Brandon Tyrell hello. off the Unlocked bench, the very deep Unlocked bench, and Marty hello,
2: over on the far side. <laughs> we did it, we completed the year and none of us died. I watched you pet a There's, dog today, yeah, and you're still, still here. Still a few I days ago. I did, and I broke out in hives, but it was great because oh, peppers is worth it. worth it. Worth it. I felt bad when uh,
0: Daisy was here semi recently, and that I was, was sitting great. with her right behind you in a meeting. Oh yeah, you just you looked you looked physically. That's <laughs> <a man. laughs> just that's just my brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, 2017 has come to a close. Uh, it's been a, a very interesting year for Microsoft because it's some big stuff on the hardware side. Some I don't know if controversial stuff on the software side is the right way to put it, but but they've had uh, a very unique year. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe chronologically would be kind of the best way to look back at everything, uh, and and we'll just start there. So as usual, Microsoft was pretty quiet on the software side in mm-hmm. the first half of the year. You know that looks to change in 2018. We're going to talk more about that at the end. Uh, when we look ahead to 2018 but but yeah you know historically this generation they haven't really put out a lot of major stuff mm-hmm. in q1 but we did get halo wars 2 in february which uh we all like that game yeah yeah I, destin i want to let's because mm-hmm. a lot of people probably go wait a second oh yeah, yeah. Let's
1: talk, <laughs> re- refer, give us a refresher on you know what you thought of halo wars 2 and yeah so halo wars 2 is like you know the sequel to the Fan favorite RTS from Ensemble Studios. Oh
0: nine, if memory serves. Back in the day, back in
1: the day, yeah, and uh, yeah, you just kind of control your troops, mess around. I don't remember who you're. I don't remember too much of the plot, but like that you were rewarded with these fantastic cinematics. Yeah, the Blur 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 Studio, yeah, 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 Blur Studio studio cinematics, and uh, it was a fun game. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. I I spent a
0: a bunch of. I finished it. Uh, I didn't review it, but yeah, it's it didn't quite. Capture the the sort of, I guess, new spirit that the first one had. Even though the irony was Halo started as an RTS. So (laughs) to call it new spirit is a little sort of disingenuous in a way.
2: I think the reason... So many people gloss over it. Um, and then even like when this was on the list, I was like, oh, I forgot this came out this year was because Q1 was such a historically incredible quarter for games. Um, <laughs> just when you look at people's game of the year stuff, a lot of them are coming from that quarter. Between, yeah, both multi-platform and, and, yeah, other, and Sony and Nintendo as yeah, well. Yeah, huge. you had Resident Evil, but then you also had you know, Horizon and Zelda. So it was just yeah. an incredible uh, just overall start to the year. So that's why I feel like Halo Wars... It was It's one of those things where in 2017... Good games got overshadowed by phenomenal games. That's yeah, true, which kind of sucks. And,
0: yeah. and I guess to clarify too, we're not going to talk about really a lot of multi-platform no, yeah. stuff on this because it's the Xbox here yeah. in review, mm-hmm. and you know the the multi-platform <laughs> stuff is just gaming in in, yeah. <laughs> in 2017, <Yeah. laughs> not Xbox <laughs> specific necessarily. But but yeah, for it's interesting, Marty. You know, you bring up it's the the Neos, the Personas, mm-hmm. the Zeldas, yeah. uh, the Horizons of of Q1, but. It's unique
3: that just this year, like being great just wasn't good enough. You know? Yeah,
0: but you still had, um, you know, it's not like you had nothing to play right. if you were an Xbox gamer. Uh, For Honor was big. Uh, God, was that was this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you reviewed it, yeah, I you've I covered that game. At, you've played a ton of that game. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, it's it's still going strong, but again, like it is a great fighting game um, when you get into the minutiae of it, bogged down by some, some networking stuff right. and some uh, griefing and whatnot, balance mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but when you look at it, like, that's the fighting game I always wanted as a kid, like being a, being able to actually size up, go one-to-one yeah. with people. But again, like it was going up against Zelda and <laughs> Horizon and it just wasn't enough. Um, but hopefully, you know, like when, when we get into this slow period now, people start going back and playing mm-hmm. some stuff that they didn't get you.
0: Also, I can't. I doubt it's coming through on mic, but I just, I'm like grinning right now because your leather jacket squeaking. It sounds
1: like you're in the bat suit. Like, you're yeah. just, <laughs> should we take this bat boy off? Here we go. <laughs> Whatever you want. Here we fine. go. For <laughs> everyone at home. For our audio listeners, he's taking off his cowl. Uh, That's he's right. Take, the cape's coming off. All right. All his right, voice is suddenly unmodulated. It just, yeah. it's, was that ASMR? it's fine now. We
0: did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, you know, Ghost Recon Wildlands was the top selling game of the year for a while. That was. Uh, plenty popular yeah. on Scott. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Predator. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, Halo Wars 2, what was really notable about Halo Wars 2, besides, you know, is a, a good game, as Marty said, you just got overshadowed by a lot of the great games. Mm-hmm. But uh, what, what was what's great about Halo Wars 2, to me, is that it came out at all. Yeah. Because yeah. this is, you know, Halo Wars 1 didn't set the world on fire. It did well. I remember the original did clear a million copies for mm-hmm. sure back in the day. But, uh. But but the backstory of the development, as a lot of you guys I'm sure will remember, and maybe a lot of our listeners will hopefully remember as well, is uh, the developer, Ensemble, who was an historic real-time strategy game developer. Age of Empires, one of the greatest real-time strategy series uh, that that gaming has ever seen. They were acquired by Microsoft, and they were the ones that developed Halo Wars originally. So you had this just all-time great rts developer making an rts specifically for xbox and halo wars turned out great the control scheme yeah. was excellent and it worked and so but they were i mean th- this was so crazy they were they were shut down or they were told that they, they would be shut down before halo wars one shipped yeah which <laughs> but they cared uh, about it enough to finish it yes so, they yeah. really did i actually uh back when i worked at oxm right one of the one of the developers i believe it might have been Uh, I wish I can't remember his name now. It's uh, escaping me, but Ryan had him in for an interview. His name was Ryan. No, no, (laughs) that's me. That's (laughs) me, Destin. I know the holidays are here. Try to hold it together for one more show, buddy. Um, But yeah, they really were. They just they had the the professional pride to see that through instead of just been like, well, we're out of jobs anyway, so screw it. We're going (laughs) to ship buggy garbage. No, it was a great game, Uh, and yeah, the fact that it's it's been. I guess, what, eight years between Halo Wars 1 and Halo Wars 2. And uh, this was now picked up by – what's – now I'm blanking. Creative, uh, right? Assembly, creative. Mm -hmm. There's too many – who's the other one that I always – thank you, yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) California, also abbreviated as CAA. CAA, Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: But yes, uh, well the, Creative Assembly did it
3: did an excellent job picking up the torch. Yeah. The thing about Halo Wars that, I mean, I, I played it when it first came out, um, and Destin and I actually did a lot of preview coverage on this together, and I think you and I went to a couple events for it, too. So we played a lot of it coming out uh, ahead of launch. Um, we were thing, worried. I remember being worried before yeah, launch. I, I wasn't 100% convinced on it, but the one thing they did get right that it was kind of obvious right from the get-go is Halo Wars found a way to make RTS's work on a controller that yes. I had never experienced before mm-hmm. and really has not really been done since. It's still like the best translation of the, you know, precision of a mouse and a keyboard onto a controller. Mm-hmm. And they brought that over this time as well. So it really is like the best feeling version of it. Cause there's some real just some real crap out there when it comes to RTSs on consoles. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the original Xbox-era AVP RTS that came out on consoles. No, oh no boy. one wants
0: that. Yeah, well, not,
3: I even remember uh,
0: great. I, after Halo Wars came out on the 360, that sort of spurred a few more yeah. that came out, and I played a few of them. I actually finished Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2, so, which was very good, but... Ran, didn't run so great on 360, and the, the control scheme was not nearly as good yeah. as Halo Wars. is. And then Supreme Commander 2 tried a bit of that, and it was like each shoulder button and trigger would, would activate like another <laughs> sub-layer like, oh. of controls, yeah. and it yeah. was just this like multi-layered, kind of a mess.
3: It's that point where you have to, like, remember, have muscle memory, like, where you're (laughs) going, you know? All right, I need to move right. L1X, R2... Okay, we got it.
0: And, yeah, so Halo Wars 2 came out. Excellent game. And uh, as a sort of a bookend to to that, as it was the first big Xbox release of 2017, it got enhanced with a a pretty cool expansion Mm -hmm. pack uh, around the time the Xbox One X came out. And it, it runs really well on the x and yeah. looks great uh and also that to their credit that it's on pc as well you can if you're just a pc if you're a, like a rts diehard who would never who could never be bothered to <laughs> to pick up an rts with a gamepad well it's there for you on pc as well
3: yeah and despite what i said about it being on the console i've played it on both and i still think pc is the obvious way to play that game if you have the opportunity to do it sure. you know but um It runs great on the console. Looks fine. So
0: So, uh, elsewhere in Q1, the other big success for Microsoft was the Xbox One S. Mm -hmm. It had come out uh, in what the summer of 2016 and continued to sell very, very well. Was
1: now it's like 200 bucks. It's really reasonable. Yeah,
0: at least here over the holidays. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. know what the final if it's going back to a regular price or. But I'm I'm sure it's. I mean, we're heading into what year five, so it's got to be hitting lower
1: prices on a permanent basis internally the guts are basically the same a little bit better but uh it's big thing is that it does 4k video well it's it's so much smaller
0: Mm -hmm. internal power supply Mm. aesthetics Uh, also it's it's whisper quiet which the original also was yeah but yeah it's uh it's a great box great design Mm -hmm. microsoft really hit out of the park and and gamers responded it sold very very well in the
2: early parts I of uh, totally of this year, how big the launch Xbox was until like, literally over the weekend. I'm I'm moving rooms and I found my launch Xbox. I'm like, oh my god, you're such a monstrosity. Yeah, you it's hard to. And I know you're
0: not you're not criticizing. <laughs> oh no, you're, no, you're you're, you're complimenting yeah. the S, S right oh, now. Yeah. Like, that's how well, good S and the yeah. X.
2: Like, yeah, they
1: just are phenomenal, just from an aesthetic standpoint. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Swapping out my day one Xbox One for the X was kind of like awesome. I, did, I, I had the <laughs> so much the yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Scorpio stuff. edition. Represent. All right.
0: So really, again, not not a lot in 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 Xbox land from
2: a from a first party well, perspective. The year did kick off with the scale bound cancellation.
1: Mm. That was, I was wondering. That was I think I blocked that, that out. I, I think didn't that even was have it in my notes. I think that was
2: January. So that was like. Not only was that just, like, a, a really crappy thing for Xbox, but just for anyone looking forward to a platinum the game. Next platinum. Yeah. And it's just being like, oh, no. Like, I feel like I, we came back from Christmas break, and then all of a sudden it was like, all right, we're ready to start the year. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's not like, great. If you had
3: been waiting two years for Scalebound, and then it got canceled, mm.
2: yeah. then you waited a year for the announcement a, of
3: Bayonetta
0: 3. Yeah. And, yeah. and now you get to wait another it's year another before you room can room even play it. Yeah, yeah, good memory, Marty. January...
1: January Ninth, yeah, mm, I remember wow. that was
2: one of the biggest, uh, the first big news stories of the year. Yeah.
1: yeah, I hope that's afforded Microsoft more opportunities to create other exclusives or whatever their reason was for canceling it. Yeah, um, I just hope we get other cool games because well, that was like in their lineup, and it's just, it was a bummer to lose that as a console exclusive. Yeah.
0: It was, unless I mean, as Microsoft said, like what
1: if that game was going to turn out to be bad? A
0: sixth Destiny? Mm-hmm. Are you? St- still sad that it got i mean it's we don't want to see Mm -hmm. people lose jobs or anything like that but from a gamer's perspective Mm -hmm. it was going to be a
1: six is it really yeah i mean i don't (laughs) know why they canceled it you know so like i mean you could you could guess that it was going to be a disaster there were a lot of rumors
0: about you know what was it uh you know was it costing too much money or taking too who knows yeah we never got the the real story regardless that's how all
1: I just just try
0: or get positive. us that tell-all, <laughs> comes out of it. He would be the guy. Yeah. He would be the person. All right. So then, yeah, like I said, it's pretty quiet on the, on the sort of Xbox-exclusive first-party front until E3. And I thought Xbox had – I thought they had their best E3 maybe yet of this generation. I yeah. thought it was a wonderful uh-huh. E3 this year. Uh, let's go through some of it. So Project Scorpio, which had been – very clearly teased uh, mm-hmm. as as the capper to their E3 2016 press conference. They kicked it off by unveiling it as the Xbox
2: One X. Mm-hmm. Uh, Without as- the name didn't leak. No. I feel like nope. a lot of people, like, there were e- guesses. even Keeley tweeted out, this is what the name of the thing is, and it was wrong, like, like for the conference, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was yeah. I wonder if Microsoft just purposely puts out Sent red herrings couple- Yeah, Because yeah. totally. yeah. they totally.
0: did
1: that, or we think, that, we think they did that with, with, with Xbox One. Yeah. I wonder if he checked with Microsoft first, they're so like, yeah, do whatever you want. And then he was wrong. <laughs> <owned>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: well, uh, for in any case, the X became uh, the official name of the product, and the specs were touted again a lot of all the a lot of the games were shown running on the x during their e3 presentation uh, and then towards the end they snuck in the it's uh, 499 yeah. <laughs> but that you know over time we'll sort of talk more about this when we're talking about q3 next you know at the time some people myself included were like i don't know yeah i don't know 499 is going to be like is it going to be is it going to be hundred dollars better than the alternative? Uh, I think in time it very much proved that mm-hmm. that worth. But uh, so the X four ninety nine, and we saw a ton of games. So we saw and played a new demo of Sea of Thieves, which we have we've devoted so much airtime to, and for as far as I'm concerned, I can't devote enough airtime to how much yeah. I
3: love that mm-hmm. game. Um, the E three Sea of Thieves demo sold me on the game. Because we had played it the year before, yeah. and then you and I played it this year. Yes, year. It's all bleeding together. You and I played it this year, and I remember we just could not stop smiling during the whole thing.
0: And and just their E3 presentation, the stage demo alone was this really wonderfully uh, narrated tour sort of, yeah. of of the game and sort of some of the features, which was done very you know sort of in character in in the spirit of the game while still. Very much
2: educating you about yeah. the game, yeah. and then, and showcase more systems and mechanics yeah. and stuff like the the underworld or like that the, the place you go when you die in the game, um, hinting at some s- mythical sea beasts. Yeah, we're, watching, uh, we're watching, some I'm sure this. Oh, that our map footage.
1: Thank you. <laughs> oh, that map looks so good. Thanks. <laughs> all right, for put in the <laughs> map. Settle down. And the, <laughs> and the thing
3: I know <laughs> we harp on it all the time, and every time we talk about Sea of Thieves, it's it's that phrase: you can't really know what it's about or or know how fun it is until you get your hands on it um and i know it sucks to like hear that but <laughs> honestly like when i'm standing on the bow of the ship looking out and you're like no you have to turn right now or i told you you have to turn hard left. to starboard hard to starboard yeah. or Brandon. you're gonna hit a rock <laughs> yeah it's like moments <laughs> like that where you literally just go turn turn <laughs> <laughs> that uh that really sell that game for me and i honestly can't wait to put the crew together at ign like i'm sure there are gonna be multiple crews and we'll all take each other down mm-hmm. well we'll start we'll be
0: starting a a group for it. We'll start a yeah. whole unlocked thing. So that, right. An armada, if you will. Yes. Uh,
3: nautical term. <laughs> I,
0: I think that's an nautical term. That's, so Sea of Thieves look great. Uh, crackdown Three, one of the more uh, definitely let's I think it's fair to call yeah. a, a mixed reception. Yeah. Terry Cruz is cool. Terry Cruz
1: he's always cool. Yeah. I was sad when that it was that guy canceled. wakes up cool. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Delayed, yeah. not canceled. That was sad when it was delayed. Um, yeah, I got to play it at E3. It was fun. It, was, yeah. it, it felt like Crackdown 1. Um, which is good. Yeah, That's which, what, which it's, is... It's not like Crackdown mm-hmm. 2. It felt like yeah. Crackdown but, 1. Yeah, it did. Uh, well, the flip
3: side of that is it also kind of looked like Crackdown 1.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I'm hoping that this additional time allows them to refine... And improve. You know, I'm trying to be a little bit more positive about, like, why these things are happening. Of course, there's always a reason. Yeah, so, like, you know, I was talking to those guys. They're really excited about Crackdown. They're happy to be working on it again. So, I just... Yeah, I hope they make a better game and I'll I'll still play it when it comes out regardless. Yeah. I like Crackdown One. From lot. what
3: we saw, I'm totally yeah. down to give them the benefit of the doubt, but
1: let's see what it looks like next e- year. Even if it's Crackdown One, I still love putting a bunch of cars together and blowing them up. Like they have the black hole gun yeah. or something now. Like yeah. you shoot, it sucks everything in, then boom. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's think, really fun. I think Crackdown Three was definitely like a lot of games this generation a victim of being revealed too early with promises a little too grand yeah. which we've yeah. seen phil spencer respond directly to yeah. by publicly saying
0: hey we're not gonna we don't want to go out there and announce games yeah. too early when they yeah. you know yeah.
2: we, we want to show them closer to when they're ready to yeah. go i think i think everyone sort of realizes that you get a uh, you get a, a pushback from fans like mm-hmm. fans well of course everyone wants to know what's on the horizon but if the horizon is three years away you can pump mm-hmm. the brakes a little bit
0: i do also think that crackdown has suffered a bit as far as public perception which isn't even Microsoft's fault per se, or or even certainly not the game's fault, but the fact that it was pegged to release on the same day as the Xbox One X, mm-hmm. it was never touted as this is the showcase title yeah. for this for the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Not once that mm-hmm. I that I can possibly recall. But, but I, by by I think virtue of
2: Association, this, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, it, there it, it is. It is fair to kind of make that association mm-hmm. a bit, and and I don't think that did the game any favors, mm-hmm. particularly after
1: it visually yeah. was not uh, all well, there yet at well, E3. We'll talk about it a little bit more later, but I think a lot of people associate Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with the X launch, like that was the first game that a lot of gamers were looking forward to to get on that console. Yeah, it was so, just such a yeah. weird
2: with with PUBG and Crackdown. Those are such. they're so at odds with the mission statement of the X. Yeah.
1: The most powerful console ever. Yeah,
2: because like you see that in like when they, you know, Microsoft had Assassin's Creed Origins on stage and they showed Metro and these are games where I'm like, oh my God, these look like, like this is like pushing this console, this this generation to the limit. Right. Mm. And so to then pair it with Crackdown and PUBG, you're like, well, these aren't, doing what those games are doing yeah you know regardless yeah. of gameplay yeah. yeah gameplay to me is king but mm-hmm. just visually they're not doing the same so thing.
0: crackdown delayed uh which we'll talk more uh, well i guess we're talking about it now it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> q3 I guess if i recall it was uh, shortly before gamescom i think or right at so no, right year. before it was right, right before yeah. gamescom yeah, yeah, yeah. they delayed that but so but strong e3 continued mm. uh beautiful introduction to a sequel we all wanted, mm. Ori oh. and the Will of the Wisps, right. complete with a, a, a pianist who came out and played a, a beautiful score uh, that I'm sure we'll be hearing in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like not enough people are talking <laughs> about this game. Yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there hasn't well, we haven't seen yeah. it since yeah, it's either just been but one but if you're watching yeah. the video version you're seeing it on screen now. Uh, but my goodness, mm-hmm. I I love Ori so much. Uh, you may get past that Water tower, and you are good. To, you are you are good to go. That's that's <laughs> the moment of truth right there. But yeah, Ori, I feel like it was a hit. It did well for the Xbox One at a time early in the life cycle when it sort of needed an original hit. Uh, I really hope that a lot more eyes are going to be on it. When I, Will of the wisps yeah. comes
3: Yeah, out. I mean, with the reception from the first one, I, I this you know, Ori is now going to be a Microsoft franchise that people are excited about.
1: Mm-hmm. I I love the uh, art style that we've seen a lot of Xbox games lately. So we got gorgeous. this, we got hot. Cuphead. Uh, you know, the original Ori, of course. Uh, there's one I'm blanking on, but I mean, it's just... Well, Sea of Thieves' art style is beautiful yeah, as yeah. well. They're right? not afraid to, like, try something new. Yeah. And this looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, this is Moon Studios, the,
0: the developers of the first game. Fun fact, I don't know if this is still true, but this was true for the first game. Uh, they They are a decentralized yeah, development. They don't have an office. They don't have an office. They all work really? separately from around the world. which have a 24-hour dev cycle? Just yeah. Like Ubisoft,
1: but yeah. with one, one millionth of the people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that trailer is my application to let IGN let me work from home. <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> look what they can do look what they can do so uh yeah Imagine ori, how much work i get done we just have to
0: put a
2: monitor right there
1: <laughs> yeah
0: uh, ori in the will of the wisps was was definitely one of the highlights of microsoft's e3 and yeah. have,
2: have, have they said 2018 i
0: thought it or is said just
2: in a, an assumption um, boy now you're you're making me look like a real bad host. oh no I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember because like you know, we'll talk about the other games, but Sea of Thieves obviously is, is 2018 and then State of Decay. Uh, but I can't recall if they've, if they straight up said 2018. Uh, what's, I don't uh, remember. I, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that it comes out by next fall. Yeah. I, well, it's,
0: yeah. I'm showing TBA, so maybe it, maybe I'm just, I'm assuming it's. 20, no, I, yeah. think I, I think that's a very safe assumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, Forza Motorsports 7 yes. was, was probably, I think that was, was the first Xbox One X game sh- uh, shown after. They officially revealed the console mm-hmm. at the beginning of the press briefing. This was to be expected, mm-hmm. uh, and it's what can you say? It's the best-looking <laughs> car game that's ever been yep. made. Yep. I love I mean, playing that none. game
1: and smashing into Pear Snyder every chance I get. I always try and spin his car His Drivatar? <laughs> yeah, his, his yeah. Uh I do clips, and then I tweet at him. Like <laughs> yeah. No you can fire you. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can work from home personally <laughs> yeah. without a paycheck. Yeah. And Uh-oh. not for IGN. No, no. Nah, nah,
3: Real decentralized now. Yeah. Uh, the crazy thing yeah. about the 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 forza footage, if you're watching the video version, you can see it now is no matter what you've seen from Forza on the internet, whether it be YouTube or whatever, it doesn't look as good as it looks on an HDR native On a 4K
0: TV. HDR television.
3: During yeah. during the review, I was playing Forza, and I was like, wow, this is stunning. The review of the console. The, I'm not, sorry, not, yeah, 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 you, yeah. yeah. Luke yeah.
0: Riley, our ace uh, driving our game ace guy, driving guy, guy did, did the game review. You did the console <laughs> review.
3: Yeah, so when I was reviewing the One X, I was using Forza as one of the test games, and I was like, wow, this is just stunning. And then I went home for the weekend and came back and found out that the 4K HDR patch had been deployed over the weekend. <laughs> and I downloaded it, and I was like,
0: oh, this is stunning,
2: <laughs> earth. This is stunning earth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and, of course, as usual, for- Forza Motorsport 7 has the gameplay to match those visuals. And, and then when the game came out in the very beginning of October, mm. it, it had uh, at least what I perceived to be the problem that Forza... Always has, which is, it's too damn good. Everyone just expects that it's going to be great, and so you don't see a lot of sort of hype for it uh, in right. the community. But it's it comes out, it sells well, it, it uh, reviews great. Got another nine from us this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look great at E3. Uh, also, Destin, you're possibly, I think this was your vote for Game of the Show? Yes, and, and it fun. should have been everybody's. This was, this was teased at EA's conference the day prior, mm-hmm. To Microsoft's E3 press briefing, but then- lead writer Drew
1: Carpishin, Casey Hudson's back. They got the dream team back Wind in Edmonton, and basically. Man, Man, Anthem! I am so excited about and that that demo that they showed at E3. Well, I think Microsoft's that blew press blew people away. Any Destiny fans? They're like, I am watching Anthem because it looks like it's finally going to give Destiny the competition that it desperately needs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, the idea of Bioware doing a Destiny-like game—I just feel like it's just made for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm pretty, the I'm like, like oh, there's yeah. my next addiction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, yeah. talk
0: to me more, Destin, about the uh, about the demo and what impressed you about about
1: it. Yeah, so um, you start out, you're walking through a town, and you get kind of an idea of what the narrative aspects of the game are going to be like. And then you actually hop into your suit. I can't remember the name of the suits. Does anybody? Javelins? Iron maybe? Man. Yeah, basically, you hop into your Iron Man suit, and then you walk out, and you see this whole world, and he just jumps off and starts flying anywhere he wants to go, he and she, and then at one point, they're just flying, and they go underwater So, like, there's this whole other area that you're going to get to explore, and you, like, get points for even just going there and, you know, looking at things. And then the combat looks phenomenal. They show the drops, and then they tease what's either a strike-like event or a raid. Man, I'm just so hyped. It was running at 4K. It was checkerboarded, but still looks absolutely phenomenal. And, like, that was a, a demo running... Way before release, so it's going to be yeah. interesting oh, yeah. to see how much they how much better they're able to make was, it look. Hopefully, wh- they make it look better. Was this your BCD, or was this the actual trailer? This that was just played? the trailer. Okay, aired yeah, yeah. on stage. I don't I think, think anybody they, from Bioware was, and, was, no, there. Yeah, was I, there. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. remember
3: yeah. there being yeah. a behind closed doors no. yeah. stage. Stage presentation was the only I, thing.
1: Bioware guys were there, but they weren't like doing interviews. Yeah, or I. Yeah. It's it, mm-hmm. ahead
2: Oh no, I was just saying for like. Uh, obviously, we're talking about Microsoft, but EA sort of had a crummy 2017 between Mass Effect. We talked
0: about that last week. Yeah, Andromeda
2: was a bummer. Battlefront's reception, but I feel like Anthem... Visceral closing. Yeah, you know. I, I feel like Anthem is just clearly a high point for them in yeah. the year because
1: mm-hmm. everyone left E3 talking like, oh, well, that's the game I want to see more of in yeah. And year. all the comments I see on the Star Wars stuff is like, good thing this happened before Anthem because they can learn how to like do their True. loot box strategy that's if they're point. going to make it be an Anthem be in a, a better service. way and,
3: that's better for the consumer. That's 100%. Like if, they, if this is targeting Destiny yeah. as the competition to it, it is a, totally a games-as-a-service yeah. now moving forward forward and that is so much more vital uh, sorry when i say that i mean like loot boxes mm-hmm. and stuff to keep you constantly yeah. going the way the destiny's tapped into it's it the world you know? yeah that's so much more of a vital component to a games of service yeah. game versus something like star wars which you know was just yeah. a progression it's, system
1: it's so weird it's just like cosmetic items only like yeah it's not hard don't put any game breaking stuff in your loot boxes. Like the way halo does it yeah It's halo 5 yeah. the rec packs and, yeah it's been doing it mm-hmm. people are fine with that and they often do charity drives where like if you buy rec packs it goes to charity so like good comes out of it too yeah and yeah.
0: you touched on it for a second there destin but yeah this is this is the mass effect trilogy team yeah. at bioware edmonton this is not you know Ed, uh, andromeda was uh montreal who is, has since uh, been folded yeah, yeah this this is this is what casey hudson Drew this up mm-hmm. and then left and then they <laughs> kept working on it. Yeah. And then he came back. Now he's the studio head. Yeah. And this, so this has been in the works for a long, long time. And this, this is uh, arguably
1: their A team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Casey Hudson uh, actually on the original Mass Effect, he actually drew some of the characters that ended up being staples. Like I think he did the original sketch for the Geth, oh, if what? I off off my head. So like the one of the main antagonists of the original Mass Effect was created on a napkin by Casey Hudson. So he really really cares, and like just the way that they collaborate based on the internal, the behind the scenes stuff that I've watched and all the documentaries yeah. for Mass Effect, it's just I'm really excited that that team is back.
0: Yeah, and not to be forgotten, the uh, E3 stage show for Microsoft, State of Decay 2, which I know, Brandon, you and I, that's uh,
3: near and dear to our hearts. That's our our our, our anthems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it it didn't get a ton of, uh, I feel like it didn't get a ton of hype during and after the show, but I was really impressed by the yeah. game. Uh, I not only saw what everybody saw on stage, but I got to see it uh, behind closed doors yeah. as well. Um with Jeff Strain and the team at uh, at Undead Labs, and it's, I mean, it's it's doing what it sh- what it should do as a as a sequel to a sort of up and coming indie hit game, which is go bigger, go better, <laughs> go prettier. So you know, the original game, it's it, the developers themselves acknowledge it's. Rough around the edges sure. from a technical perspective. It was running on CryEngine, which is not to knock CryEngine, but they have now uh, moved to Unreal Engine Four. They have the a much bigger budget. It's a full you know triple budgeted game that's being you know fu- uh, funded by Microsoft. It's a first party exclusive. Uh, it is, I think you know their dev team is bigger. They know what works from the first game. Mm-hmm. You know it's got the it's giving the four player co op. That the original, you know, that they talked about always wanting to do, but as yeah. a small startup team couldn't do with the first game. Uh, and so I I just could not, I really could not be more excited about this game. And it's mm-hmm. really because to me, Brandon, there's nothing else, there's still, there's nothing else, even four years later, still nothing else like this game. It is, it is secretly a role playing game.
3: Yeah, when absolutely. you start playing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that, Uh, I fell in love with about this team, uh, Undead Labs, and I mean Jeff Strain's pitch on it. When I read all the uh, dev dogs or dev docs and uh, all of their dev dogs, yeah, (laughs) dev dogs. Uh, when I read all their development documents about like what their vision was for the game, it was like, Hey, we're uh, imagine you're sitting at a bar, just having a beer with your friends and you're all deciding like, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? And this is that the game. Mm -hmm. And from that day one, I was just totally sold and following it through all of its development. it, It is so much deeper than it looks. It looks like a, like a pretty indie game, but The things that you can do and the amount of, like, variety and team building and choice and consequence that go in it, you know, like the no easy decision stuff, I was just so blown away. I've loved it since I first played it, and um, I cannot wait for State of Decay. Yeah,
0: and this was one – I don't know if it officially – if it was ever officially delayed – but this is now. I don't remember. Uh, you know, it is it is one of the games that'll that'll be on the 2018 list that we'll talk about.
3: Yeah, I'm trying. End. I'm trying to stay in blackout right now, and like just watching the footage for the second time cool. this year.
0: And <laughs> you psyched
3: that scene? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, and then not to be left out, I, Marty. This is, a, I think, a key component of what helped make E3 so great for Microsoft. Is I think it's fair to say that the the early two three years of this console generation. You know, Sony was so aggressive, getting a lot of wonderful indie titles mm-hmm. on the PS4, and that they really seem to kind of uh, have the mind share in that category. But I, I know you and I have talked about this off air. I really feel like Microsoft has snatched that back, and this E3, yeah. highlighted by uh, the last night, mm-hmm. uh, was a game that I think sort of universally blew all of us yeah. away. Looks- uh, I don't know if we have the footage for it, cute or not, but. Uh, the, the, a lot of a lot of the games that great games that are by the way launching on Xbox first the whole okay I mean console launch exclusive yeah, that's sure. a bit of a silly thing unto itself but you will be able to play the likes of the Last Night and a lot
2: of other cool things. First on the Xbox. Yeah. And we even had stuff that, that came out this year, like Tacoma, which is still just on Xbox and PC. Um, yep. And then, yeah, last night, uh, Annapurna showed a couple of their games, including Ashen, which is sort of like a Dark Souls-y, mm. um, indie game. But yeah, Microsoft, it definitely feels like that pendulum swinging back and they're going back to being the sort of choice makers that they were in the 360 generation with the Xbox Live Arcade. And I know we keep saying how we want, to bring that sort of branding back, the summer of arcade.
0: I do. You know, I wrote a whole silly yeah. thing
2: about it. And no, yeah. and I, I, I completely agree with you. And then, you know, they've, they've done a good job, especially in the last couple of years. And then with stuff like we know, below is coming back. And that was a game featured, I think, literally at the first Xbox One E3. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, so I play, I played it a couple of weeks ago. Like it's, it's, a 100% still real. And then, you know, we'll get into Cuphead and everything, which had a long incubation there. But, yeah. um, yeah, I think it, it, Microsoft is wisely pairing its big, triple a you know sea of thieves crackdown gears halo stuff
1: alongside these you know smaller more niche but no
2: less impressive
1: games i i, I can't wait to try this one out it reminds me of out of this world needless uh, blade blade Runner. blade runner exactly
0: and, and that's yeah. what that's why we all fell in love with it in mm-hmm. fact one of the most liked videos we've posted this year at least as far as the like to dislike ratio yeah we got a uh this it's cool like a, little a, a exclusive yeah, yeah that that uh the Tim Saray and the Odd Tales team made. We can take no credit for it whatsoever, <laughs> other than po- a- politely asking them for something <laughs> new to, to give to our audience uh, on the game. Yeah, they made a kind of basically it was a behind the scenes yeah. on how they made that trailer, trailer that we just mm-hmm. saw if you're watching the video version and sort of which also weaves in the origins of the game mm-hmm. itself. And it is a it's like 11 minutes long. Yeah, but it's totally fascinating, and it's it's one of the most. I think one of the coolest videos that, mm-hmm. that we got to
2: Yeah, I feel like geeking out and sort of looking at how the sausage is made, that's just an excellent look at how that really gorgeous trailer came together. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so E3 was fantastic for Microsoft. Uh, oh, and then the exclamation point, I can't forget this. Phil comes out and uh, gives us original Xbox backwards compatibility, which yeah. may only matter to crusty old grizzled <laughs> idiots like me, <laughs> but... Uh, man, it made me happy. I- and here we go. Now, here, at, uh, as we close out the year, I can play. Crimson Skies and and a, a Ninja bunch of co- Ninja yeah. Gaiden Black, yeah, a bunch of other gold. cool yeah. just games that I still have and still love on so, the Xbox
1: 1. So, so CJ and Mitch are really good at Ninja Gaiden Black and yes. Ninja Gaiden and they're actually doing a Let's Play series on IGN right now that you can watch. That'll be better than the one yeah. you and I did. Yeah, we are. Uh, we did yeah. 3 episodes, didn't we? <laughs> was it 3? So we got yeah. canceled after yeah. 3 episodes. That's, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> they've gotten pretty far. I don't think they've died yet. They're doing pretty well, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, CJ like used to do. What really was a Borderline. He was top 100. Borderline professional. Yeah. 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 Top it's, 100 it's in fun the to world. Watch. Wow. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I was kindly invited up by Microsoft to do a, a profile on the, mm. the compatibility team, which I got to do in uh, October, I believe. It was late, late September, early October. And it's one of the, probably one of the favorite things I've been lucky enough to get to do here at mm. IGN this year. And boy, what a just, unbelievably passionate team that really doesn't they don't they certainly don't personally get credit Mm -hmm. for uh for doing compatibility it's just it's something that nintendo's not doing sony's Mm -hmm. not doing they they are the only ones in the industry in the console industry doing this uh, and it's it's really a thankless task like it is a uh pretty you know anonymous underappreciated thing i think we try to we try to give credit whenever we can but Man, they—they they, uh, a wonderful group of people that that's making games from 15 years ago work yeah. on on a on a console of 2017 that has completely different architecture.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's funny when you mentioned that you know of the three first parties, Microsoft is clearly the youngest in terms of the console gaming space. You know, obviously Nintendo is way older, and Sony's an entire generation older. And but Microsoft's still the one who's sort of cherishing their past the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Nintendo that's literally, fair. I can't buy virtual console games on. On switch which is <laughs> insane <laughs> which is horrible i can't give you money for these games um and yeah playstation has sort of taken a, a really scattershot approach and some things work well and then other times they release a ps2 game for 20 dollars and like, what are you doing here but mm-hmm. yeah i mean kudos to microsoft for not only the 360 generation but now original xbox i think that's yeah. awesome so q3 uh, again it's fairly quiet uh crackdown 3 was
0: delayed which we mentioned uh, a few minutes ago yeah. which uh, i think no, none of us were mad about. It was just sort of like, well, cool, great. Make it, make it you know, better. Go yeah. make it better. Take the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it has cost Microsoft in the perception department. Like, it, it weakened their 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But uh, if it makes the game better, then that, that's just going to make for an awesome 2018.
3: Yeah, sets it up for next year.
0: And then uh, the Xbox One X, you know, there were some people like me that were sort of a little skeptical on the, the value proposition of the X and, you know, would everybody take advantage of it to the degree that the console was capable of or would people sort of only match it up to whatever the PS4 Pro can do and stop there? And Microsoft did a great job of answering those questions in Q3 as the run up to Xbox One X's launch came along they they talked about how this the console will just automatically boost games no matter what yeah but they can't you know of course and then developers can with added the de- extra dev support yep. yeah. you can get much uh, more
3: out of that same
0: yes same mile uh and then of course the um the you know it's got the all sorts of proprietary tech in it mm-hmm. and we got the the um wasn't the digital foundry thing no that was before e3 wasn't it yeah, the visit up before, there. Yeah,
2: complete sort of. Yeah, where they correct. sort of went, went
0: in, into the guts of the specs, but but yeah, I thought I thought they really did a, a much better job of of sort of clarifying the value proposition of the X in Q3, leading up to its launch in Q4 uh, here, which we'll talk about now. And that was certainly the the biggest the biggest thing that Microsoft had mm-hmm. this quarter was a and they I think compared to you know not to make it a Sony Microsoft thing, but uh, I think Microsoft really did take a lot of notes uh, from the PS4 Pro's launch from the year prior, and I don't think I think it's fair to say I don't know if you guys would disagree, but I don't think Sony really treated the PS4 Pro's launch like a console launch, whereas I think Microsoft did do that. Yeah. Yeah with the Xbox One X and, it, and to their benefit. And that was mm-hmm.
3: really intentional too, right? Yeah. Like yeah. this is the rebranding, this is the coming out party again for Microsoft in this console generation. Yeah,
2: yeah. and it was, it was the fact that Microsoft was <laughs> focused on it whereas Sony with the Pro was also had sort of their other eye on VR. Yeah. And the fact that those two don't necessarily play incredibly well together yeah. in certain things is, is really muddied whereas Microsoft just sort of had a unified front mm-hmm. all leading towards the
1: X. Comparatively, Sony's launch just seemed confused and like the fact that it doesn't have some of the Stuff that the the X does now, like the Blu-ray player, is just baffling 4K, to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's great to see the X come out with a f- or Microsoft come out with a fantastic console with the X, and I, I love playing it at home. It's so easy to just sit down on my couch, and I could play PUBG on my PC but I could just sit on my couch yeah. and be lazy and play it there or play Assassin's Creed or whatever on my beautiful 4K television. Probably wait for PUBG on the Xbox. You should probably, you should probably keep playing it <laughs> for a while. The <laughs> gameplay is still pretty good. If you have an OG Xbox, disable DVR. Well, public you you service brought it, it up, so everybody.
0: let's let's talk about that. Yeah. That's the last thing, Sorry, the last yeah. big point for Microsoft. We'll cover a couple of other things here in a minute. But um, but yeah, PUBG, uh, yeah. Sort of, uh, which by the way, if you are watching this this week, if you're watching this prior to January 1st, mm. PUBG is free right now with, a, with the purchase of
1: an Xbox One X, which – And I think that's also for the Scorpio. I think the Scorpio is considered part of the X Oh, family. yeah. I didn't realize I don't there were know, any left. I don't understand. know I for sure. Some Scorpio owners were tweeting at me like, oh, I feel kind of burned. Like I want PUBG. I think you should check. I think it counts. Yeah.
2: What? No. No, 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 no. no, no. If, it's, it's December 17th it. to the 31st. If you buy it now, yeah. not retroactive. Oh. Yeah, no, no. Sorry.
1: Okay. okay yeah, no. Yeah, it's yeah, started as, as of yesterday. Yeah. It started.
0: If you purchase an X – uh, between the mm. 17th of December and the 31st of December. Okay. <clears throat> you do get a... a basically, you're getting a, a... Instead of paying $30 for the game preview version of PUBG, yeah. you are getting that for free, which mm. um, I, I think if that w- had been the Xbox One S, that would be a risky move on Microsoft's mm. part, mm. bundling an and unfinished game. Yeah. That they are clearly yes. like, yes, this is unfinished, but um, I think with the X, you're getting the harder core knowledgeable crowd that's going to mm. be more yeah. receptive. I mean, but I, but I know what you're going to say. It's so and go ahead.
2: weird that your, the, the most powerful console ever made, a $500 console, yeah. is bundled with a game that even on PC doesn't... The reason people play that game isn't because it looks yeah. pretty yeah. or because it runs well. It's because of those dynamic stories that we talked about last yep. week. And like those stories don't need a $500 box to mm-hmm. run. So it's just weird to me that you don't... I don't know, pair this with something like Gears, which looks incredible with the 4K patch, right. or like even Forza. Halo 5 or Forza or Cuphead even. Like, um, Cuphead, I, c- we'll talk about that, It has no Xbox doesn't One X it enhancement. It doesn't need it. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. It doesn't need You're it. You're perfect just the way you are.
1: <laughs> well, when you buy an X, you do get the game preview. Bundle. You yeah. get like a month. You get or a so uh, two, of that.
3: two
2: weeks, I
1: think. Two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, you can try well, out a game whole pass. bunch of games. Yeah, which PUBG is not a part of. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so you can play Halo. Halo yeah. And yeah. You can yeah. play some of the. Yeah, yeah
2: it's just, I totally models. get that Microsoft, like, yeah, I mean we talked about it ad, ad Nozzern last yeah. week, but like they're leaning heavily in twenty eighteen on PUBG, so I get that they want it to be in as many people's hands as possible for when the game does stabilize and yeah. 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 does get but, the updates, but it just doesn't seem like it seems the antithesis of the Xbox. But one that I, you know, statement.
0: but PUBG was uh actually should have mentioned it earlier. I mean that was a that was a big get for them at E3. Yeah. It was like yeah. we're gonna you know, we're gonna have this as a console exclusive. And now it is here, Destin, and yeah. and you've been covering it extensively. Mm-hmm. You are you contributed to our re- very much review in progress. Yeah, that's not a final score. Because the game's not done.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's an in-progress review yeah. of an
0: in-progress and game. And just,
1: so listeners have been... Uh, it's
0: important to give impressions and
1: help people yes. decide whether they should spend the $30 and spend it now or Ex- later. Exactly. It's about informing purchasing decisions. It's yes. not about scoring a final product. So right now, yes, PUBG does need a lot of work. And I understand why that can be confusing to a lot of our viewers and readers. But it's just about, hey, here's the state of the game right now. Uh, there's a lot of problems with it, but I love seeing people tweet at me and they get it. They get why it's exciting, especially when playing on the X. Yeah. If you're playing on an original Xbox and you're having trouble, one of the best tips I've heard is to disable game DVR. Thank
0: you for mentioning that. that.
1: That's been very helpful to a lot of a lot of players on that platform. But uh, if you're on the X, it's it's playable. There's some menu system stuff. It's really chuggy in the beginning. But once it stabilizes, you still get that action experience. This one dude sent me yeah, I saw that. an image of his hand like literally shaking just from the adrenaline of getting in the top 10. And th- I'm like, Yes, like more, more gamers get to get experience it. what I've been playing for like a year and that just makes me so happy. Well, it's great. I mean, what uh,
3: PUBG on PC is what? 100 million? Like it's that. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. Oh, yeah. are. twenty. I
1: think. Yeah, I think it's twenty, 20 which is a lot. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, there, there are millions and millions of people playing this game on PC, and for people that don't own a PC that can a run it or yeah. b just, just don't, don't have game the opportunity, on your PC? yeah, um, it's it's really disappointing to not be able to be part of the twenty million player, uh, you know, social experiment that is PUBG right now. Yeah. Um, and this gives it, you know, it already passed on a million players on Xbox One X or yeah. Xbox yes. One. Right in the first
0: 20, uh, 24 or forty-eight hours, which
3: is crazy. I mean, uh, clearly Microsoft like doubled down on it, and it paid off. Um, I know it's got a lot of more work, yeah, to do moving forward, but um, y- this gives people who wouldn't otherwise have the chance to play it mm-hmm. the chance to play it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. It might not be in a super stable state right I now. I mean,
1: for me, it's yeah. but
0: for, for me. Mm-hmm. I am waiting. Yeah, I, I have seen, I've watched you play it a bunch in the <laughs> yeah. office, and I, I, I and mm-hmm. while I believe everybody that that the experience is super fun Mm. that experience will still be super fun when the rest of the game is done Mm. i've got a million other done games that i want to catch up on so Mm. uh, you know enjoy it now and obviously if you go in there you you know the caveats going in (laughs) that it's going to be rough around the ages that it's not a finished Mm. game but yeah so everybody's going to feel differently about it there's nothing nobody's Putting a gun to your head, forcing mm-hmm. you to yeah, spend right. thirty dollars yeah, to play right. it. I, I'm going to hang back, but I, you know, I love hearing mm-hmm. the stories of you guys playing it and having yeah. an awesome time. But for
1: me, we, I'll just tell everybody we gave it a five right now. But for me, I'm just like this game is like one great patch from getting those optimization issues yeah. addressed from being like a 7 or an 8. Yeah. It's just right now, it's just too many problems. Have sure. they released any yeah. information about how updates are going to go between PC and Xbox? Is it going to be like in parity? Or... I'm not sure, but Got they're it. working closely with Microsoft mm. to, you know, get it optimized on that platform. And all those people are like, when's it coming to PS4? It's not for a long time. They're worried about their first console launch right yeah. now. That's what it seems like right. based on conversations with them. And uh, they're just so happy to be on Xbox. Yeah. A million players on Xbox. Yeah.
0: I think uh, yeah. I think. Post- PUBG and that initial million players overnight uh, really gives Xbox a ton of positive momentum heading yeah. into 2018, which, again, we'll talk about in a second. But let's first uh, talk about the X. We talked about PUBG. But uh, the game that did launch alongside the Xbox One X, again, it wasn't positioned as an X killer app, but mm-hmm. was super lucky's tale. Uh <laughs> Had the misfortune of coming out, even though on a totally different platform, came out the week after Super Mario Odyssey. Oh boy, <laughs> Don't do that, but just, but just on it, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. this one, and, and not that it, it's, but you know, it's not full priced. It, you know, but it's, uh, it was the only, you know, the only exclusive games, the only first party exclusives for Xbox and Q 4 so That's why this game is worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. You had Cuphead, you had Forza, and you had Super Lucky's Tale. That's it. And then PUBG, which you know, I think is we sort of half count because it is in preview. It's not a mm-hmm. it's not a final release that's you know that's fully feature complete yet. So, yeah, you know, I reviewed Super Lucky's Tale because I I wasn't very interested. I wanted it to be good. I really wanted to like this. I had just come off of Mario. Uh, it's pr- you know the things that I mm-hmm. was critical of it for would uh, would have still been true even if I hadn't just come off the of Super Mario Odyssey. But uh, I'd love to see another shot. At this, uh, if if the developers were uh, to get another chance to make another Lucky's Tale game for Xbox, Super Lucky's I love, Tale 64, <laughs> I love the art style. I love Super uh, duper yeah. Lucky's you know, Tale. Even though the, the character is uh, very sort of Conker esque, sort of like a, it's like if Conker and Tails from Sonic had
3: a baby. Oh, mm-hmm. there it would is a the fanfic coming to you. <laughs> it,
0: would <be> <laughs> it
3: would be him, but you've just destroyed um, your inbox.
0: Yeah, this uh, this unfortunately sort of came and went. Uh, not yeah, and okay. and worse, I think it's problems are are such that it would they'd be they' significant problems for a kid playing the game because yeah. this is a very much an all ages appropriate and and kid uh, friendly game but uh, the camera is a disaster in this game so you know I don't want to dwell on the negative the reviews out there but mm-hmm. uh, yeah this was one of uh, Microsoft's first party exclusives for the fall but the other one the one that the one that we can uh, again have uh, so we've spent so much time on, it, and I could, I could spend a million more shows do, talking about this as Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how astounding is it that Cuphead
2: lived up to four years of hype, guys? Yeah. I mean, not a lot of games can do oh. that. Yeah, but I mean, the last time I feel like the last time we had a game like that was like the Last Guardian. And then it came out. And I was like, "Oh,
1: oh uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah." After
2: that, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, Cuphead. Honestly, the extra time they took to make the running gun levels and the which we're to seeing here now, so watching the boss rush, yeah. uh, I think, totally paid off. And those levels are just as fun as the actual boss levels. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the they system. they
0: serve an important gameplay function in yeah. that, like Cuphead, as you have all probably heard. It is relentless. It is a very mm-hmm. difficult game, and the run and gun levels, while they're not easy, a couple of them are, but yeah. most they're mostly not easy. It's kind of a reproof. He's not he, parrying. as yeah. <laughs> a
1: pinks. What's he
3: doing? It's a <laughs> yeah, Who is playing this right now? parry the pinks.
0: You need your three parries. Well, it's definitely not Lily, who's the <laughs> best cuphead player in the office. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. This I feel like... He hasn't been
1: hit yet, though, so... Uh, there, there we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got the... Yeah. Anyway... Um, not everyone can see the video. Yeah, sorry. Well, that, was that was the audio video guys, exclusive. We, you know, that's the problem with this right, guys, game. we
0: have aphasia. Yeah. It's it's right <laughs> in front of it. You can't not look at this game yeah. If, yeah. It is in,
1: if it is right. in front of you.
0: But uh, um, the
1: gameplay is really good, too. Like, just, man, I love the challenge of going in. Make sure you get all the coins. Making sure you get all your parries. Not getting hit and getting that score. Like, for me, that was one of my favorite parts. The
0: frame counts are perfect. Yeah, Every, every mechanically, this game is, is basically flawless. Mm-hmm. Which, for a first-time developer uh is awesome i mean that's not to say that first-time developers aren't good at developing games plenty of them are but but for a first-time developer of 14 people from uh, studio mdhr to have made something that getting precisely perfect is uh is is to be commended Mm -hmm. and they took home a whole bunch of trophies, deservedly. From the Game awards, deserved. Uh, Game of the year, and, and uh, kind of nice. yeah, they they won our Xbox Game of the Year award as well, which uh, we posted up last week. If you happen to see them on ign
2: uh, did, what else did they, they win? anything else marty you remember uh, that? i think that this uh, actually posts oh yeah oh, wait this is going up next it's, week. it's <laughs> we're, we're yeah live in the future it's fine uh yeah oh, i believe I, it won the uh, <laughs> you're good we're
0: good don't <laughs> worry one
2: uh we split up visuals into two categories and yeah. it won i think art direction okay which is also what it won at the game awards yeah, totally um and be, as i said best xbox one game, xbox one game. took the cake yeah, there nominated for game of the year but yeah <laughs> awesome game
3: yeah i mean and uh the the compliment to the, how great of that game is is, the, is how great that story is behind mm-hmm. it and the development of it and I urge anybody if you haven't seen it yet go watch Ryan, uh, Ryan's IGN unfiltered interview with mm-hmm. them it's really really interesting stuff but talking to those guys over the last couple of years and like all the sacrifices that they made to do the game and all the you know indecision and first time developers they didn't even know what they were doing like this is just such a cool triumph inspiring
0: yeah fantastic stuff uh, all the accolades. <laughs> very very well earned uh, by studio mdhr just the <clears throat> the hit of 2017 also best Xbox mobile game
2: of 2017 <laughs> <laughs> that's fake marty's referring well, it to well real but it's just not real <laughs> it's the, the app was real. Uh, it's a copyright iOS infringement. Was released this morning. Yeah. You could buy it for five dollars. Uh, it turns out that uh, was not. Don't that, do that. It's, <laughs>
0: already
3: be gone by the time and anybody yeah.
0: sees or hears this. But yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and then your bank information ends up somewhere. <laughs> oh,
0: man, all
2: right. How oh, is the Saudi prince gonna get home?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. As I said, that uh, PUBG and the the huge launch there. Providing some serious momentum, I think, mm-hmm. along with the Xbox One X and the the sort of uh, phase out of the original Xbox One and the, it being replaced by the S mm-hmm. and the X. Guys, Xbox is really heading into 2018 with, with some impressive momentum, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for what next year brings.
2: Yeah, and we know, like you know, Sea of Thieves has its March release date now, and March 20th. Yeah, it's, it's, we possible know. State of Decay comes out before E3 as well, yeah, and possible. so um, they had said spring. I think. yeah, believe. yeah. So we'll see if that sticks. I'm expecting Crackdown to be in the fall. Same thing with Ori. You think
0: so? You think it's going to be pushed back that far? Do,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I totally do. Um, huh? I mean, but, I guess because well, go ahead. Go, no, I didn't. Uh, so I'm just saying that I think the exciting thing is at E3. Clearly, they're going to. They don't need to focus on the new. Hardware. Right. And you're going to have a couple of these big first party games that they've been talking about the last couple of years out the door. And so I think it's really exciting to see what else, like what happens after. You know, we're getting 2018, but then what happens beyond that? Like, are we going to see get our tees of Halo Six? Yeah. You know, are we going to get? Is it too soon to see that third person action game that Playground's working on? Um, Well, you and you assume it's a Microsoft game. Oh, yeah, I don't actually. I I, I assume it's it's an everything game, but we'll see who's trying to get that on their stage. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Seeing them on a PlayStation stage would be very strange. That would that would be odd.
0: But yeah, so uh, we talked about. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which we are now clarifying we are assuming. We know what assuming does. Oh, we are assuming it's going to be a 2018 game. Crackdown 3, State uh, of Decay 2. Marty, you... Well, see a Thieves. You, did you... You don't think
2: Halo 6 will be 2018? The way you phrased that a minute ago? Uh... I we'll thought see. if it was going to be 2018, they would have shown something of it by now. So
1: it's totally Destin possible, telling me he's wrong.
2: Totally possible so, the full reveal <laughs> is at E3 with mm-hmm. it coming out in fall.
1: Yeah. So besides E3 in the record. summer, are there any events where they could potentially reveal this? X- I mean I – mean, X-O – 18. I no, don't know. <laughs> Halo's big
2: enough to create your own event. Yeah, mm, uh, which is I think Microsoft should do more of. I so think like, it should be tune in live to this thing next week on a Tuesday morning like the way Rockstar does or the way <laughs> yeah. Bungie Bungie or the way Ubisoft's <laughs> revealed uh you know stuff like uh Far Cry and everything or how Call of Duty was revealed. Um Halo was absolutely one of those, you know, 10 15 games that can merit o- it's own. its own event. Yeah.
0: I guess Leo, let me take a quick informal survey. D- does anyone else not think that Halo 6 will we'll release in 2018
1: release yeah definitely announced release i don't know right no yeah, yeah.
3: Brandon? i think reveal e3 release in late november yeah i mean yeah, it's been three it'll be three right. years i mean I it kind of lines just, up close that's just how they do it, it right it, yeah it kind of lines up with phil spencer saying like, yeah you know we want short announcement cycles which mm-hmm. is contradictory to sort of sony's approach which is they show you this beautiful awesome cgi trailer two years before the game comes out and that hype at least sort of that, that hype wave rolls you into the yeah. uh, the launch. Microsoft hasn't had that same look. So I, I'm really uh, – I would love to see a super short announcement release cycle, especially because they're coming off not having that big first-party killer game in a while.
0: So here's why I think Halo 6 will be out in 2018 mm-hmm. in the fall. Uh, number one, as you guys have touched on, uh, history suggests it will. Right. It's, it's, a, it's the third year. So there will <laughs> be three years since Halo 5. Mainline Halo games have been every three years since forever, um, so that's number one. Number two, uh, Phil's Statement. proclivity to you know his, his tendency to want to not show things super early, which yeah I know we didn't so we didn't get a cloaked dude in the desert teaser this year, but Darn. but uh, I don't think that necessarily means the game's oh, you know not coming story. out. And uh, honestly, quite frankly, I think they are going to wait until they have a killer. Very close to finish demo to unveil this to the world with because I honestly, I I really think there is a lot riding on that on Halo 6 for this for the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer is obviously on fun. lock. That mm-hmm. it is one of the best shooters, one of the best multiplayer games in the world, and, and the support for it we've talked about a number of times. They quite they don't get I don't think they get the recognition they deserve for how good their post launch support has been.
3: Well, it's just assumed at this point, you know, like yeah. it's going to be good. Um,
0: but the but the you know, five story was so rough. We've talked about it ad nauseum. I think they've they've got to really be ha- have a have a demo that wows everybody mm-hmm. whenever they decide to show it. Because I do think if if six if the campaign in six the story in six mm-hmm. has this has the problems that five had, then then I, I really question like where. They go in the future with you know and and what sort of damage it could have mm. on the Halo brand. Even yeah. though again, multiplayer is incredible. So I think I think it's going to be 2018, but it'll be a, a short like we're going to see it when it's almost done. Mm. Whether that's E3 or at, at, a, at their own event a little before, and then we're going to have a big. A big launch, and hopefully we're going to get a great
1: single-player Halo again. Do you think that they would take something out of the 360 playbook, tinfoil hat time? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they do Marty's reveal thing, and they're like, by the way, Crackdown 3 pre-order people, you get a, you get into the multiplayer beta if you buy that game. Totally. It pushes Crackdown 3 it pre-orders. It pushes Absolutely. Halo, gets everybody on board. I think that would be awesome. Smart. Yeah. And then like then they do an open beta afterwards. But you get like two days early access if you get yeah. crackdown, then everybody gets access. That'd be an awesome. I don't even think I don't think, I don't I don't I think your hat's
0: even tinfoil on that. Tinfoil I think hat it's off. just
1: it's just a regular uh, you know, baseball cap or whatever
0: sort of headwear you prefer. Strategy a normal Strategy headwear. Maybe a I don't know. <laughs>
2: strategic
0: headwear. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a newsboy hat. Yeah, there you go. Maybe a fedora. I'm not sure no, what. That, wow,
2: it's, it's not a fedora. No fedoras. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll it's a, a trilby.
0: Destin's <laughs> not. A, you don't think what kind of hat, what kind of hat should Destin? I don't, you never wear hats. I don't look so good in hats. It was like Robin, <laughs> one
3: of those Robin Hood hats. I think would be oh, nice. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's angular. I was doing archery this weekend. Well, there you go. up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we lost my train of thought. Whatever. Well, what else? Next so, topic. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, so I I do think we'll see Halo. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get games announced that, of course, aren't out. In 2018, yeah. I, I suspect maybe we'll get the Gears 5 trailer, or <laughs> teaser, in 2018. Gears Wars. I still want Gears Wars. That strategy game, it lends itself perfectly. All the units are there. <laughs> They're all there. It would be so good.
2: Yeah. And then I think we're going to get... Uh, have, have, I, want, uh, I want something new. I want something I haven't seen before yet. Have Creative Assembly do it. Yeah, <laughs> They know how to do it. Yeah, I don't know if it's too early for... Uh, um, oh, God, what is her name? Uh, Alan Wake in, in Quantum Brick. Oh, Remedy. Uh, Remedy. Uh, Remedy. Yeah, the, yeah. whatever... Your Project P7 7. Is, you blank yeah. on one of your P7. favorite devs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have the of a lot of
0: Speaking extemporaneously here. There's no um, script.
2: Yeah, so. and then obviously, you know, we're going to get the reveal of a new Tomb Raider. Maybe that's going to be aligned with Xbox, although I think they probably learned that that wasn't a great idea for Tomb Raider as a whole last time. Just I feel like if it launched everywhere, it probably would have had stronger push for Game of the Year nominations. Yeah. And- I voted for it. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean,
3: Rise was a good game, though. Yeah. Rise
2: was, a was a phenomenal fantastic. Game, fantastic. game yeah. of the Year vote um, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, I'm excited, and obviously, I don't know, we're, we're going to have Microsoft alignment with some big Ubisoft games, I'm sure, next week, like to head with uh, Assassin's Creed this year. Splinter Cell! Yeah! Splinter
0: Cell! Make it happen! Splinter <laughs> Cell! Anyway, uh, Forza Horizon 4 is is a fair bet as well. So what if a, they go off script? A fair bet to, what if they do? <gasps> that could be even better. What if they did that? I mean, I, topping three will be hard. Sure. If anybody can do it, Playground can do it, but if they wanted to veer off in, an, in another yeah. direction, take a, take a fork in the road. Driving game pun here.
3: Yeah. I know you're really yeah. driving oh, a it u-turn.
0: Home. Yeah. What? They wanted no, to steer the franchise wrong. in a different direction. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well <it's> 2017. <laughs> do a 3-point turn and go. But, at, put
0: it <laughs> We should be getting a Playground developed Forza game in 2018 and their track record is almost God. perfect. Right. So, What?
3: Track records?
0: No, that's... <laughs> just stop it. Now it's not... Now you're just making it... Now you're just making a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> okay. You're making uh, a yep. speed hump out of a speed bump. There it is. What I is got you? We're just going in circles on this There line. are those ones in neighborhoods which are like Sound sort of work? gentler. Uh, yeah. NASCAR. That, you know, you can go a little right. faster over... Thanks, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> All right. So, uh, so, yeah, there is the Xbox One... The Xbox One family in uh, 2017. We look forward to 2018. Uh, We'll be talking much more, of course. Hopefully we won't get any studio cancellations (laughs) or game cancellations or studio closures. The first week we get back. No, that's not going to happen. They should counter that by the first week of the year announcing a new studio and a new game.
2: Like 4. Bring balance to the Fable 4. Also, just please don't cancel Crackdown the first week of the year.
1: No, no, don't cancel that, it. I asked them, please, do I know. not do that. I didn't even think they would do that. Oh, no. So, <laughs> I, well, yeah. No. What, what if they're going to cancel it? Don't cancel it. So,
0: uh, yeah, really, I mean, a great, not that bad. great hardware year for Microsoft in yeah. 2017. 2018 should be a great software year. Yeah. Uh, and there it is, so. Destin, thank you so much, as always. Of course. Where can we find you on the social medias, the wherevers?
1: Uh, probably just on Twitter, at DestinLegary. I do stream once in a while, the Destin channel, twitch.tv slash Destin channel. So you can check me out there. Playing a lot of PUBG. Still play Destiny 2. Excellent.
3: Brandon. Same deal. I tweet sometimes. Same stuff as his? So yeah. You find me on the Destin <laughs> channel. Uh, no, I'm on Twitter, Brandon Tyrell, just my name. I tweet occasionally. Three times.
0: real, indor- real I'm I'm going to follow you right away with it's that fine. ringing endorsement.
3: It's fine. I'm the like, hard-to-get Twitter account. I don't really care.
2: <laughs> Marty. Um, at Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's but not accurate. My father murdered Mark a bunch Hamill. of people during Mark the Mark Hamill hates <laughs> you. Mark Hamill hates me. God, Mark Hamill's burn on him, and the porn was it's so good. So good. <laughs> I also, God, I love the fact that these dudes and IG Pai, the same thing. These dudes grew up loving Star Wars, and Luke Skywalker is just... yeah. <laughs> Trashing them on Twitter, also, I love it. Also, of every weekend to pick a fight with Mark Hamill. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I'm that Nick Biggity, yeah, I retweet Mark Hamill now. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: love it, oh, man. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at dmc underscore Ryan. I also host our monthly interview series IGN Unfiltered, which Brandon was kind enough to plug earlier in the podcast. Uh, the December episode. Who knows when you're seeing this, but. Uh, the December episode is currently the—that's the, the new one, the current one. Mitch Gittleman, who was the studio head at FASA Studio back when uh, that was one of Microsoft's premier studios in the Xbox 360 era, they did uh, sort of most infamously the Shadowrun first-person shooter. We talk all about that. There's a, no. just a crazy story behind that, as well as Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge, Mech Assault, uh, and then some of the other stuff uh, Mitch has worked on, which includes—he's uh, he's, uh, he's been sort of a—, a co-pilot to jordan wiseman the creator of Shadowrun, the creator of battletech for a long time so his new studio he's uh he's working on a new battletech game very cool which is Sweet. looking really good so uh check that out on youtube ign or podcast services and i hope you enjoy it so uh, happy new year everybody and we'll see you back here with the brand new regular good old unlocked shows in uh starting that first week of 2018 bye bye